And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's Wednesday, March the 8th, 2023, in the year of our Lord. On March 8, 1965, the United States landed its first combat troops in South Vietnam. 3,500 Marines arrived there to defend the U.S. air base at Da Nang. Today in 1618, the German astronomer Johann Kepler, he devised his third law of planetary motion. Someday I'll give you a long lecture. I'm kidding. I don't. I know what that is, but I only know what it is. I don't know much more than what it is about it. Today in 1948, the Supreme Court in McCollum versus Board of Education struck down voluntary, underscore voluntary, religious education classes in Champaign, Illinois public schools. They said the program violated. Yeah, you know what comes next. It violated separation of church and state. This is voluntary. Just kids, Christian kids meeting on campus, not in class, but after class or before class. Nope, we can't have that. We have to separate the church and keep it far away from the state. As a Supreme Court ruling said some years ago, we can't have the Ten Commandments hanging on the wall in public schools because children will read them and they might start living by those rules. They actually said that, or something very close to that. Today in 1971, Joe Frazier, if you like boxing, he defeated Muhammad Ali by decision in what was billed the fight of the century at Madison Square Garden in New York. Today in 1983, in a speech to the National Association of Evangelicals, their convention that year was held in Orlando, Florida. I was there. President Ronald Reagan referred to the Soviet Union as the evil empire. That went over very well with about 90% of us who were at that convention. Today in 1999, Baseball Hall of Famer Joe DiMaggio died in Hollywood, Florida. He was 84 years old. And one year ago today, Guy Wesley Reffitt of Texas was convicted of entering the U.S. Capitol with a holstered handgun. This was a big victory for the left, for the Democrats, and some Republicans as well. It was the first trial among hundreds of cases arising from the January 6th, quote-unquote, insurrection. I want to talk to you for a moment about that today before we get to other things. Yesterday, Fox News Channel's Tucker Carlson responded to the backlash from Democrats and the media over recently unreleased, hidden January 6th Capitol footage depicted a slightly different picture than what has been portrayed over the last two years. Carlson, Tucker Carlson, I'm not defending him. I'm just telling you what he did. I don't agree with everything he says, but I really agree with most of it. Carlson called the reaction from Senator Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and other media figures to be fear and panic. That's exactly what it is. That's why I'm taking a moment out of what we had normally planned to talk about today to talk about this. This is America is reaching the proverbial tipping point or the boiling point as it is. Here's some of the excerpts from what was aired last night. And I want to tell you that Chuck Schumer, the majority leader of the Senate, 
took the floor yesterday begging Rupert Murdoch. I've never seen anything like this, and I've paid attention to politics since I was a very young man. I've never seen anything like this. Chuck Schumer was begging Rupert Murdoch to pull Carlson, Tucker Carlson, off the air. I'll come back to that in a moment. I'll quote him. But last night, Tucker Carlson says, he said, last night we aired, meaning Monday night, we aired videos from surveillance cameras on Capitol Hill. That video was was recorded 26 months to the day before January 6, 2021, and for 26 months, that footage was held from the American public. The January 6th committee made certain that it was. Now the Justice Department also kept a lid on that video footage, and in fact, in some cases, DOJ did not share it with the criminal defendants who had been charged on January 6th in violation of their constitutional rights. One of those is the gentleman I just read from Texas, who was the first case one year ago that they were able to bring about on this on this guy. So we felt, Carlson said, that the public, as a public service, should be able to see this video. There was no justif- justification for keeping the secret any longer, and a powerful argument to be made that sunlight is always and everywhere the best disinfectant, and in fact, because it was video evidence, it is to some extent self-explanatory. Anyone could look at the tape and decide what he or she thinks of it. So the tape, Carlson said, last night, he said, so the tape we showed last night, meaning Monday night, indicated very clearly that Capitol Hill police, in some cases, escorted protesters through the Capitol as if they were giving a tour. They did that with Jacob Chansley, the so-called QAnon shaman. At one point, they even tried to open locked doors on Chansley's behalf. They were, and I, I watched this and I said this yesterday. Uh, I had, it was just unbelievable what, what I saw coming from this video that they didn't want us to see. This QAnon shaman guy, this Chansley, I, I don't, I've never met him. I don't know him, but I know he's a veteran. He served our country, and that stands for something. And he wasn't, I mean, he wasn't doing the way they've characterized him. And so, anyway, Carlson is blowing this thing up. Johnson was sentenced to four years in prison for his crimes. These videos that Carlson has now played in front of millions, that would have helped him in his case. And they knew that. That's one of many, many reasons, I believe, why they didn't want the American people, us little people out here who pay their bills and support their lifestyles of the elite public servants in Washington, D.C. And I, I don't mean to sound cynical, but that's where we are today in this country. The video showed you last night, Carlson said this last night, so last night would be Monday in this quote. He said, he said Chansley was sentenced to four years in prison for these crimes on Capitol, on, uh, in the Capitol on January 6th. The video we showed you last night raises the obvious question, why and on what grounds? What were they charging him with? Well, they haven't charged him yet, but he's in jail, and they won't release him on bail, as I understand it. In free countries, Carlson said, governments do not lie about protests as a pretext to gain more power for themselves. 
They don't selectively edit videos for propaganda services and then lie about them in fake hearings and show trials. But that's exactly what happened, and every member of Congress should be asking why that happened. But Democrats in the Senate, the Democratic leader in the Senate, Chuck Schumer, is not asking why. Instead, Schumer went on the Senate floor on the record and exploded yesterday. He said showing that video, those videos, is evidence, and it shows that there is evidence of wrongdoing with our government, including the security forces, the, the police department that Nancy Pelosi personally controlled. Chuck Schumer is castigating Tucker Carlson, Fox News, and anybody that agrees with them or says, yeah, that was a good thing. I I can't believe, I mean, he looks stupid in what he's doing because if he really upholds the Constitution, the Constitution talks about things like free speech and all of this kind of thing. He's scared to death. He's petrified. He's more afraid than he is angry, in my view. I'm not quoting Carlson. I'm just saying that's my view on this. He is panicked. Liz Cheney is pretty much out of the picture now. She's teaching, took a one-year professorship in, I don't know, some university. I can't remember which one it was now. It was announced the other day. But the Democrats in the Senate and in the House are in panic mode. No wonder Nancy Pelosi wanted to step down uh, from leadership in the um, in the House of Representatives. She knew this was coming. She knew what those tapes, she knew what was on there. She knew what happened. It's an amazing time in our country. And when I say we're at a tipping point or a boiling point, I'm not overstating. Last night, millions of Americans, Chuck Schumer said, I'm quoting Chuck Schumer on the record on the Senate floor, Yesterday, he said last night, millions of Americans tuned in to one of the most shameful hours we've ever seen on cable television. Fox News host Tucker Carlson ran a lengthy segment last night arguing that January 6th Capitol attack was not a violent insurrection. I don't think I've ever seen a primetime cable news anchor manipulate his viewers the way Mr. Carlson did last night. I don't think I've ever seen an anchor treat the people, the American people and American democracy with such disdain. Well, I have, um, Mr. Schumer, you and your colleagues on the left do it regularly. You've just become unaware of how far you've gone down that trail. But nonetheless, he says this is once in, in the history of our nation. Never seen anything like this. Carlson said last night on his program, he said there's nothing nothing that's shameful that has ever appeared on American television in the history of the media. And so on the basis of that, the self-evident outrage of showing the public video that it paid for and has a right to see, he said Chuck Schumer called for the censorship of that video. Any information, and he did not dispute that it was accurate. Well, you can't dispute you look at the video, unless somebody created a, 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 a Capitol building somewhere in the Midwest and shot a made a movie set out of it. I mean, it, it is what it is. There's people walking around in there, and I, I said this yesterday. And I, I mean, it, it was stunning to me, and I follow this stuff closely. There's people walking around in there. They look like tourists. 
Marjorie and I and the kids, we've been to Washington, D.C. when the kids were younger. We took them around, and I've been there a number of times, but we've been there on a family trip and one thing or another and walked around in there. And, I mean, that's what I was reminded of. Yes, there were people breaking windows and stuff, but it was very isolated in regards to, I'm not minimizing, it was wrong. But it was very, it was very a small part of the other thousands of people that were just walking around in there looking like they looked like tourists. And then when I saw the Capitol Police escorting like this uh, Chomsley and other people around, I mean, particularly him because he's the guy that wears that helmet and the horns. He, as I said yesterday, he looks kind of like a Viking to me at least. And But I mean, he was chatting with them and they were showing him stuff. And I mean, it was totally different than the stuff that they put out on television, those edited, produced programs that were supposed to be uh, more documentary of what was going on. It wasn't. It was just a Hollywood movie made by a Hollywood producer using the pictures and the frames that they wanted the American people to see so that they could do the very thing that Schumer is accusing Carlson of doing boy what a screwed up world we live in but I mean that's where we are today because the video contradicted the lies told by the Democratic Party Carlson said last night Liz Cheney Adam Kinzinger Chuck Schumer they demanded that our bosses pull this show off the air they did Schumer said quote this was yesterday he said quote He's coming back tonight with another segment. Fox News should tell him not to. Fox News, Rupert Murdoch, tell Carlson not to run a second segment of lies. I urge Fox News to order Carlson to cease propagating the big lie on his network and to level with the viewers about the truth, the truth behind the efforts to mislead the public. Conduct like theirs is just asking for another Uh, Conduct like theirs is just asking for another January 6th to happen. I think the saddest part of all of this, for me at least personally, Mitch McConnell agrees with Schumer. He said so. Mitt Romney, I wasn't surprised by that. Mitt Romney is a loose cannon who only knows one thing. He wants to be president of the United States. I think that's tied to his religious beliefs. I've spoken very cl- very openly and very, um, I think, articulately about that and some of the doctrines of his church. I believe that that's all wrapped into his motivation. Tom Tillis, Republican from North Carolina, joined with Schumer. They're castigating Fox. And again, I'm not, I'm not defending Fox or Tucker Carlson. I've never met Tucker Carlson. I have been on Fox News a couple of times in the past as a two or three minute segment in one of their shows, but I don't know these people. But I know what I I know, and I know what I've seen over a lifetime of observing and paying attention to the process that we call the Republic, the Democratic Republic. But boy, I'll tell you, I was surprised at Mitch McConnell. I didn't think he'd go that far. I'm not surprised that he believes that. He is kind of one of the establishment. But I didn't think he would say it out loud. But he did. And he joined the chorus of 
condemning Tucker Carlson and, and Fox for allowing him to do that. But why? It isn't his commentary that speaks so loudly. It's the actual video. I mean, it's what the video says. I'm sure, I don't know what Carlson and Fox is going to do, but I'm sure there's much more of this to come. I don't think this is the end of this. Because there's decent people out there across America, like most of you who are listening to this program today, that are saying, wait a minute, let's put aside the Democrat-Republican thing. What's going on in my country? What are these people doing to the America that I love and I support and I thank God for? And I know that God has blessed America and made us what we are today. We would not have been this so blessed, so prosperous, so free had God not blessed us. What about the millions of people who feel that way? I'm one of the bunch. I'm standing in the middle of that crowd. What's the matter with these people? What are they doing? They're so absorbed, they're so self-absorbed with their own career, their own money-making schemes, and boy, they enrich themselves when they hit Washington, D.C. If you think otherwise, you need to take a look at some of the facts that you can find that are public. I don't know what you can't know about it, but boy, I don't know. It's a little bit disappointing. I was reminded of a verse in Proverbs chapter 28, verses 1 and 2. The Bible says, The wicked flee when no man pursueth, but the righteous are bold as a lion. Never has that verse been more contemporary than it is as we speak today. And yet it has always been the word of the Lord. Verse 2 says, For the transgression of a land... Many are the princes thereof, but by a man of understanding and knowledge, the state thereof shall be prolonged. We're living in such times today. It's, a, it's an amazing thing. What, is that, what do those verses mean to us today in America? Those who hate you shall rule over you, and you shall flee when none pursues you. That's in Leviticus chapter 26, verses 17 and 36. When God's people live Wickedly, or when God's people turn away from God, they lose courage and they retreat even when no one is after them. That's basically what is being said in Leviticus. But sinners, people who are ungodly, who do not know the Lord, do not claim to follow the Lord, who know better, they fear being found out and become paranoid and jumpy and they flee from the rumors and the imagined dangers. And in this case, the dangers to their own career and their own enrichment. So that's where we are today in America. It's disappointing to me to see, particularly Mitch McConnell, not so not at all Mitt Romney, but some of these other people that are that are taking a step. What they're saying is, we don't want you little people to know what we know. I had some questions about Kevin McCarthy becoming. Speaker of the House, I mean, just personally, just from my observation, just personal, I don't meet with these people. I don't, they're not on the phone, but I follow closely what can be known about what they're doing. And I just had some questions, not big questions, but little questions. I thought, is he really going to do, I mean, is he going to act according to the Republican platform, for example? Because so many don't. 
who are in leadership. And I was asking myself those questions. Well, if, if anything, the fact that he turned over these, they've been saying 14,000 hours, now it's 41,000 hours of videotape. Of course, there were many, many thousands of camera cameras running. So, I mean, it wasn't like one camera that long. But it was the equivalent, they now say, of 41,000 hours that the, that the leadership, the Democrat leadership, didn't want you to see. And he gave it to Carlson, and the rest, as they say, is history. I mean, it's out there now. And now they're fleeing when no one is pursuing. Carlson, it wasn't after Schumer. He just showed the video and said, hmm, boy, this is sure a different story than Nancy Pelosi and the others have been telling us for two years. That's what the truth does when it penetrates the darkness. It sets off a kind of chain reaction. And one of the reactions is that the guilty flee when no one is pursuing them. They're simply turning on the light so that people can see what's going on in our country. And this is a big deal. And this won't be the end of it. I wanted to uh, talk to you today a little bit about, um, speaking of corruption, I wanted to talk to you a little bit today about the green, green money machine. I did a quite an in-depth article today on our website on faithandfreedom.us. And it's about just that. It's about some of the corruption in this whole green movement. And um, we've got a few minutes left today, so I want to talk to you a little bit about that. But I would encourage you to just take a look at this, uh, not just what I've written, but the sources that I've included. We always include a lot of sources in what we talk about on this program because I want you to know where the facts that I'm talking about might own opinion is my own opinion, and I'm the source of that, I guess you would say, but uh, I I use a lot of other opinions and a lot of facts from as many sources as we can, So, and I always link those. So I would encourage you to take a look at that because it it really opens the door to some of the hypocrisy um, that's going on in this green movement. I mean, it's just disgusting. But have you ever wondered why the green activists starting with President Biden at the top and his kind of his must-hire donor list, I mean, the people that support him, and they, all the presidents do that in, in truth. But like John Kerry, for example, he's the climate envoy. Have you ever wondered why they've been so adamant about decarbonizing the U.S. and yet they've been so uninterested in the rest of the world as it goes on carbonizing the earth? Do they not believe that carbon is the problem? Do they not? What What is the deal with that? I've wondered. I don't know if you have or not, but if someone wants to use a gas stove in the U.S., we learned in recent weeks, nope, can't do that. The, 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 the Greens got real noisy about it, opposition, yet when China builds a ton of new coal plants, they're silent. They don't say anything. That's different somehow. So we can't have a gas cooking range in our kitchen according to them. But China can build these belching smoke, coal, power plants all over the place, and they don't say anything. Silence generally means consent. Dietrich Bonhoeffer and others said that a long time ago, and they were right. The president tells us climate change is an existential threat, but he doesn't act like it. 
According to a new study from the Center for Research of Energy and Clean Air, China permitted 50 gigawatts of coal-fired electricity in 2022, up 50% from the year before. A gigawatt is a billion watts. That's enough power to run a few hundred thousand homes, depending on the time of the year. But Semaphore, which is an organization that follows such things, they said all signs indicate that the surge will continue this year in 2023, such that China will be building new coal plants every two years, equivalent to existing U.S. capacity. But nobody's, there's no outrage about this. I mean, what what's happening with this? Why are they so, they, they, they're choking American economy, they're choking some of our freedoms in the name of saving the planet, of the green movement, but then they're silent on all the other stuff that's going on. In fact, NPR was, um, Rick sent this to me just a few minutes ago before I went on the air in our, in our office. He said uh, the, uh, NPR is, is doing a, has done a special on this, and they're drawing attention to the Congo. 75% of the world's cobalt comes from these slave labor mines. Cobalt is needed for every electronic device we use. China owns these mines. So arrogant greenies are smug in their Prius built by slaves, much like the Civil War South. That's how that that's how duplicitous this is they say one thing and they act very differently we need to elect people to office as best we can and sometimes you can't know what they really believe but we need to put people in office that'll be straight with us and tell us the truth the Chinese Communist regime has men- managed to stay calm even as it engages in what Semaphore calls a frenzy of coal plant building. The Chinese Communists say they're going to deal with climate change on their own timetable, which is never, probably. The Washington Free Beacon has done an excellent job of reporting on why President Biden is trying to push America off the climate cliff, and I included that in this article today. And you can look at it, but the Beacon found that President Joe Biden's taxpayer-funded push to build a clean energy economy is benefiting the left's most prominent billionaire mega-donors, including the Northwest's own Bill Gates and Lorene Powell Jobs, the late Steve Jobs' wife, former wife. Yeah, they're all over this thing. This is the greatest transfer of wealth Forced transfer of wealth, this green movement, in the history of the world. And we're talking about some of that in this article. So I would, again, encourage you to just check it out if you have some time today. It's at faithandfreedom.us. I want to also take just a moment to thank you for your support. We have received enough to cover our expansion into the $12,000 into uh, New Mexico. Thank you so much. Our budget continues each month, and I want to thank all of you who stand with us on this program. It means so much to us. It allows us to do what we do. Our address is Box 399, Bellevue, Washington, 98009. Thanks for being with me today. We'll see you tomorrow.